Young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Edwin Ogo of the Lighthouse Chapel International delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style that young people relate to and enjoy. Bishop Edwin Ogo is an international minister, evangelist, and pastor of the Adenta branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the Word of God.
Prepare your heart for the word of God. Amen. It's a message crying itself, you know. Amen. Yes, I feel like going on. No, this is not a type you dance with. <laughs> yes, I, but you can dance anyway if you want. Hey, mm-hmm. So I, I feel like going on. Oh, I, I feel like going on. But let's go. Yes, I. Yes, I do. I said, I, I feel like going on. Yeah, yes, I, I feel like going on. Yeah, yes, I, I feel like going on. One more time, say, yes, I. Joy. Yes, I, I feel like shouting for 
for joy. Oh, yes I, yes I, I feel like shot for joy. Oh, 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 oh yeah, I, I feel like shouting for joy. Break it down, say. Standing right now. Right now. Come on. Come on. I want us to welcome Bishop with a very <laughs> sporadic. I couldn't see it. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> we want to give, welcome in a very loud and very victorious way. Hallelujah. Band, are you ready? Church, are you ready? Call for, for to show his excellence. Oh. 
chosen
excitement in the atmosphere? Can you feel the power of God in your life? Can you feel something great happening to you? I can hear your shout. Give seven people high five. Around. High five. High five. High five. Amen. Are you happy to be in church? If you are happy, shout Amen. Shout a louder Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. And shall we bow our heads and pray? Father, we thank you for the opportunity to be in your presence. Thank you for a very wonderful time to enjoy the engrafted word which is able to save our souls. Let our lives become better today because we experienced the power of your word. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Clap your hands for the Lord. And you may please be seated. Wow. I want to welcome all of you who are in church today. I also want to welcome all those who are here for the first time today. If you are here for the first time today, give me a wave of your hand. Today is your first time of coming here, give me a wave. Wow. Beautiful. Give me a wave. The first time. Clap your hands for Jesus. I want to say that you are welcome. I know God is going to touch your life mightily. Today, in a certain sense, I'm bringing the series Good Things to an end. Or otherwise, then I will give you a Christmas version of good things. You want a Christmas version of good things? Okay. Then, God willing, next week, I'm going to continue good things with a Christmas flavor. So today I'm talking about how to enjoy the glory of God using afflictions. 
afflictions because we know that one of the good things in life is afflictions. David said, it is good for me. Psalm 119 verse 71 that I have been afflicted. You know, when Auntie Grace was singing, I thought I heard the Lord telling me to tell you guys to always try and do what is right. I don't really know what it means to some of you. But try, can you hear me? Try to do what is right. Don't encourage doing of wrong things. And I think it ties in with what I am about to share with you today. Because there is something called the glory of God. And I want you to turn your Bibles to Romans. Chapter 8. Verse 18. But for those of you who are worshipping with us today for the first time, I'm preaching on the subject titled Good Things. Good, good things. Many people in life do not know what is good. Isaiah chapter 7 verse 15. Isaiah, this is where we learn that (laughs) it is not everybody who knows what is good and chooses what is good. He says, butter and honey shall he eat that he may know to refuse the evil and to choose the good. To refuse. Please give me the New Living Translation of this very important verse. By the time this child is old enough to choose what is right and to reject what is wrong, he will be eating yogurt and honey butter and honey. All these are derivatives of milk, which the Bible says is the word of God. But what I want you to know is the phrase old enough 
old enough. Say old enough. Old enough. It means that it is not everybody who can choose what is good. You must attain a certain age. A certain level of life. You see, this word old, you and I know that this one means old enough. That's 12 years, 80 years, 40 years. So it's old enough. But it can also mean having attained a certain level of maturity. You see, not everybody, you must, you must be a certain you must be of a certain age to be able to choose what is good. So, so the point I am making is that not everybody knows what is good. And this verse actually means that the younger you are, the more incapable you are of knowing what is good. Which also means that but for the word of God and the grace of God and the involvement of your pastors, you are not likely to choose anything good. Even this afternoon, it is only that you chose to come here because a pastor is here. But after this afternoon, the next place you will choose to go to may not be good. It is very likely that what you were doing yesterday as a young boy was not good. That somebody you visited, you should not have gone to visit that person. He says, until by the time the child is old enough. And you see, old enough is relative. It's relative. Because see, it all depends on what you are choosing. I mean, if you are choosing between water and urine then you are all mature <laughs> so, so, so old enough means that you are all old enough Eddie if I gave you this to drink wouldn't you even when you start drinking it even the, the, the you know urine is what you call straw colored the color but some of your urine is brown it means you don't drink a lot of water. Is there anybody here who cannot tell the difference between urine and water? So, so, so in that sense, you are all old enough. <laughs> so it's relative. But if I gave you a fake $100 bill, and a genuine $100 bill. How many of you will not be able to tell which is genuine and fake? Uh-huh. So in that sense, you are not old enough. 
And that phrase, old enough, it's not about age as in 16 years or 40. Because you can be 80 years and not know how to differentiate between 100 fake and 100 real. So old enough, in the case of a $100 bill, is actually experienced enough. I'm saying that you need to go through certain phases of life to be able to know what is good. So right now, all of you here are wise. When it comes to water and urine, you are wise. But how about a homosexual and a normal person? Can you tell? <laughs> Many of you cannot tell. Because you are not old enough. So you are the one they will look for. Yeah. They, they can come and try me. I'll slap you. Devil. But you, they will come for you. Even when you know that the person is a homosexual, if you put $100 down, you forget the name of your church, which Bible you are using, translation, the message that was preached, you forget about Jesus Christ, hey, take me home. $100. So, so I'm saying, you know, listen, I'm, I'm preaching. I'm talking about good things. That based on your age, you may not know what is good. A lot of ladies here, even after I have finished preaching, after some years, will still marry fools. Why? Because they do not know the difference between what is right and what is wrong. They don't know the difference between a correct guy and an idiot. Because how most of you will use khakis. Even if I'm going to steal the khaki, once I shake it in front of you, your brain will shake. Yeah. They buy padlocks and they keep the keys. Come and shake the padlock keys in front of them. And as you are shaking, your head is shaking, your eyes are shaking. Stupid girl. Listen on. So, so, so when I'm standing in front of you and I'm talking about good things, I'm teaching you about good things. I'm actually adding years to your age. By the time this series is over, you will no longer be a 16-year-old girl, but you will be a 32-year-old girl in a 16-year-old body. Why? Because it takes you see, a certain age before you learn certain types of wisdom. There's some guys here. No matter what you preach, they will still not believe that. See, they, to them, a beautiful girl 
equals holiness, equals happiness, equals good food, equals, in fact, the best one is kindness. Yes. Once the girl's face is nice. But, but see, it shows that anybody, anybody, in fact, not, not just face, sorry. The body shape. Yes. The shape. Most guys, when a girl is, has got nice, a nice figure, it means that the girl is kind and tender hearted. I mean, like somebody you can get happiness from. But if she's your friend, you will enjoy happiness. But it means they are young because when you grow to my age, because see, at your age, there's something called proportions. Inverse proportion. And what? Direct. Direct proportion means, or directly proportional means that as the as one element is increasing, the other variables are also increasing. That is direct. So, more beauty is more kindness. Direct. But what you don't know is that at a certain age, like my age, we, because of how, what we have been through, we have now realized that the true relationship is inversely proportional. That is more beauty is, is inversely proportional to happiness. That is, more beauty is equal to wickedness. Say, please stand up. Are you a member of this church? Speak the truth. Speak the truth. What's your name? Jonathan. Jonathan, will you speak the truth? Or you will lie? Okay, first of all, what did I just say? My last statement or my last two statements. What did I say? Repeat them. You said, uh, like people like you who have grown, uh, if you see someone who is beautiful, it's like equal to big wickedness. Yeah, yes, that's, that's beauty. Beauty. Is inversely proportional to kindness. And so, so it's like when you see a very, very charming woman who enters a room, just, just. It means that she's, she's taking your soul away. But you see, this type of regular. Chamber and hall girls, two by four, regular girls who just work like that. Eh? They are very good. Very good. Very good. But this type of mami water moving, just turning, as, as they are walking, they are shaking the body. Just. <laughs> they're not good now uh, Jonathan Jonathan speak the truth 
you don't believe what I've just said, do you really believe it? I believe it, Bishop. Speaking in the microphone. I believe, Bishop. You believe that the prettier a lady is, the more wicked she can be? Yes, Bishop. How old are you? I'm 24. And how, why do you believe such a ridiculous... Uh, Bishop, uh, how many experiences have you had? Not, not, not so much, but not so much. Yeah, like so, how many? <laughs> like, you see, what the reason why I believe you is that if you see like something which is too nice, it's like it, it can't be too good. Like that's that's what I'm doing in my head. So when you said that, I was like, yeah, yeah, very true. So if one day you go, you're going to marry and you meet a girl like a Brazilian bombshell. <laughs> versus a charcoal seller from Begro. Which one will you choose? Depending on the behavior. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Depending on what? The behavior. Uh, what behavior will you... Like you've been teaching us, Bishop. Political. Uh, the way the person behaves, the, uh, the way the person... How will the person behave for you to know the person is a good wife? Oh, if the person really loves God, the person... Loves God. Yes. Is there anybody here who still doesn't believe what I'm saying? And you find what I'm saying is true, is not so true. <laughs> Majid doesn't believe it. Do you believe it? It's very true. You believe it. How many of you believe that what I'm saying is not very true? Look, young guys, young boys and girls, they are drawn to beautiful faces. Beautiful faces. Nice marble skin. So these girls with pimples on their faces... This type of uh, punk, punk joke. <laughs> Listen, I'm preaching. You understand? You may be surprised to know that. You don't know what is good. That is why you need a pastor to tell you what is good. And the Bible in Psalm 119 teaches us that one of the things that 
one, one, one very good thing in life is afflictions, problems, difficulties. How many of you are having difficulties? Hey, at your age? Let me see how many of you are having difficulties. Oh, please. I'm not talking about a girl be that. How many of you are having genuine difficulties in life? Let me see your hand. Ah, okay, how many are having difficulties in your schoolwork? Um, core maths, science, RME. Okay, how many of you are having difficulties with a certain girl? How many of you are having difficulties with a certain boy? Announcement. The difficulty you are having, the challenge is like when you bow or you, 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 you bow down your head to read RME and you see a girl's face. Or maybe you are here. Has the term ended? How many weeks? Oh, to the end of the term. Some of you sitting here, you've not paid your fees. (laughs) You've not paid your fees. Is it not true? Some of you sitting here, if they say you must buy mad set, mad set, oh. there are some of you who cannot wait for Christmas to come so you can eat rice and chicken stew with Pepsi on the side. Because your normal diet, soakings, eh? Eh? Akple. And what else? Hot pepper. How many of you here, regularly you eat by the grace of God? You eat twice a day, regularly. Yeah. Some of you for health reasons. Some of you are dieting, but some of you is by force. How many of you eat three times a day? 
Three times a day. And your parents are really spending money on you. And you still don't, don't know comats. Today, I have good news for you as I close. Anything that is a problem for you, that is a challenge in your life, I want to inform you that God is using it to make your life beautiful. Romans chapter 8, verse 18. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. The sufferings. Some of you, when you, are, when you suffer, you interpret it to mean there is nothing nice in you. Your interpretation of suffering is that you are a bad person, you are a useless person, you are a ne'er-do-well, that there is nothing good in you, when you fail an exam, it means that you are a hopeless person. There is nothing great about you. Because, I mean, look at your friends. Your friends write the same paper. They get 92. You write it. You get 29. Somebody gets 81. You get 18. It's like you are in the classroom as a mirror image. Your marks are a mirror image. I mean, it's like... That's your name. Mirror, mirror on the wall. (laughs) But my dear friends, I came with good news for you today. So I'm preaching about good things. That David said, it is good that I have been afflicted. It's good. That I might learn thy statutes. And one of the statutes, one of the laws of God is the law of glorification glorifying you making your life nice making your life beautiful but many of you cannot stand a moment of suffering many of you cannot stand a moment of difficulty that when you don't have money it is equal to going to call the former boyfriend that when you don't have food when you don't have cash It is equal to stealing some money. But blessed are those who are able to endure the suffering of poverty, the suffering of failure, the suffering of shame. The Bible says the sufferings of today. And not worthy means that if you try to compare, you are comparing a speck of dust with the universe.
one of the reasons why God introduces challenges into your life is so that you can experience some beauty. Me, what I'm saying is not 100% true. I don't even think it's even 80% true. But it is very true to a large extent. The people I grew up with, when we were hustling with Gary and Coconut Copra, have you eaten this before? Eddie, have you eaten Gary and, do you know Copra? Coconut, hard one. Have you eaten them before? Try it with Gary. You won't like your mother's food again. It's the most delectable meal. Have you eaten face the wall before? You face the wall. Do you know what is face the wall? When we were growing up, we had friends. When we vacate, they go to London. Oh, yes. America. When we were in school, boarding house, they had everything. Sardine, tuna, they had everything, shoes. Everything was, they had everything. Everything they needed. It's like there was no, I mean, vacation. When we were carrying our boxes and trunks to, uh, to town to pick a bus from the Totro station, their parents would come with air-conditioned Mercedes caravan, Mercedes Benz, air-conditioned. I, I, I had a friend. His father, I won't mention what, what, the work of the father, he was one of the richest men in town. He was my mate in the fancy room. The father would, I mean, the, the car, the car, the car, some Mercedes Benz. And in the morning, oh, like 8 o'clock, between the, the, the father must have left Accra around 6.30. And as soon as the Mercedes Benz gleaming oily, then the driver will come and open the, the, the back door. And his father will get down in his pajamas. Pajamas. And in his some slippers. And he's standing there and his son will come down. And some boys will be carrying his trunk and chubbock. And the boot, you know, there are different types of boots. The one you use a knife to open. The one you force to open. And the one you just press something which opens. And the one which opens by itself. This one, it used to open by itself. Boy, Sabro. Mm. Uh. They come, put the trunk, the top box inside. Then from nowhere, his mother will come out of the car. And go back. And she will not be wearing a nighty. 
just some dread, and then go to the booth and bring out an ice. The boy is going home, but they've brought jollof rice to see him as they are in the car going. There's some, some canned drink and jollof, this type of... So the boy goes to sit in front, and the mother puts a tray in front of him and ties, ties a babe around his neck. <laughs> Then, boys are bro. Then, those of us who are carrying our trunks to, uh, um, I play a forgotten in Cape Coast. Where did you take our car? Distant, some distant, this place, forgotten. Because we have to go and get some boys in town to come and carry the trunk. To the school junction and wait for a trotro to take the car to to, to town. I've forgotten the, the place, this thing. Then the car. And when the car is moving, you don't hear any sound. Some of you on your father's car is moving. Ladies and gentlemen, I've got good news. I'm not talking about those who also like you travel, father is this, go come with money. Today, I can, those I see, there is no glory. I mean, when I look at them and I look at myself, I, 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 I ask myself, where did all that type of life go? Where did it go? And when I look at myself today and the glory that I am, I, my problem is the management of the glory. Hey, what a yes. problem. That's a problem. It leaves me without any other choice but to believe that sufferings in life are actually one of the areas God uses to introduce some beauty and some, 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 some blessing into your life. I'm here to inform any girl here who is suffering any type of suffering. If you will endure, you will see the glory of God. If you will endure, you will see the power of God. If you will endure, you will see the hand of God. That as you walk with God, sometimes you, you cannot help but ask yourself, how? How can a Christian like me suffer such suffering? What have I done to go through what I'm going through? Today, the Bible says, say, I reckon, you see, the word reckon, the word reckon, eh? if, you, if you care, to look for the meaning of the word reckon, it means to calculate, to measure, to compute. That when you sit down and you put seven to two, you bring three from here, you bring seven from here, you bring four from here, and you put it together and you times it by four, and you division it by three, you are going to discover, you will discover that 
suffering of today cannot be compared to the beautiful life that is waiting for you in the future today that you are you almost have to beg for money to go to school those of you whose lives are left running away from problems any issue any issue any difficulty you must find either orthodox or unorthodox ways to meet the need you live your life avoiding challenges avoiding problems avoiding pain avoiding shame you always want to look nice so today you see it now i've been see young girls 13 14 they are using makeup I was in Atlanta one day. Atlanta, Atlanta. They have finished their camp. I will never forget it. I finished their camp. And I was with Bishop. With some teenagers, girls. One girl, one girl said something. Which stayed with me. She said, she always had you know, normal natural hair. Like a boy. And she was fine. She was fine. I mean, live a normal life. One vacation, her mother braided her hair. I did some extensive of rasta, you know, you know, did some spruced up her appearance. He said, that vacation, what she saw and what she experienced, she told her mother that she never wants to have that thing on her till her brain and her maturity have both grown up to measure to, 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 to match the beautiful outside. Yes. Some of you cannot you you cannot afford to look normal. You always want to look jazzy, jazzy. I'm preaching. I'm talking about sufferings and glory. How to introduce glory. That I'm, listen to me. Glory. You see, you will never find there is no big, great person in town whose story doesn't have pain and suffering as part of it. I'm yet to meet someone. I'm yet to meet them. I'm yet to meet someone whose story, even Prince Charles, yeah. Prince Charles, the owner <laughs> the, the, the owner of England, the owner, <laughs> the suffering he has suffered as he's walking there, you have no idea. You have no idea the kind of doctors he has seen. Those of you whose lives have lived avoiding challenges and pain, smart or you are looking for a boy to hug you. A boy to hold you. A boy to send you a text. A boy to visit you. Small church, we are coming. You have gone to paint your face as if you are the owner of Azar Chemicals.
Because, because, I mean, really, it's not too nice. It's not the best. Seeing a so-called girl and having to look at her, ah, when you notice the earrings, that you notice that, oh, it be girl. It's not too nice. Any girl, proper girl worth your soul. You want a man to see you as a woman 10 kilometers afar. Yes. Yes. 10 kilometers afar. Those are the ones when you see, say, hey, beware, dangerous curves ahead. <laughs> dangerous curves ahead. <laughs> It's a road sign. But some of you, we must wait till we hear your voice. When you say, what is your name? We expect you to say, um, my, my name is Michael. I say, oh, my name is Isabella. I say, oh, you are a girl. Oh, you are a girl. Because you look like a boy. Every girl wants to look girly. But sometimes your suffering is that there may be no money for you to use to buy hair, no cream for your face, no nice blouse. You may wear your brother's shirt, you may wear your brother's trousers, but the people who go through that suffering are those who see the glory, the beauty. Shine! I just heard right now, I heard it. I heard the sound of a car locking. Somebody just closed the car door. And you press the remote. Click it, click it. You are the one. I said you are the one. By right now, you are walking. You walk to church. You walk to school. You walk to your friend's house. Meanwhile, you could have slept with boys to get money to take Uber, to take dropping. But blessed are those who understand the suffering. My God, I feel like preaching now. My time is up. Blessed are those who understand that to see the glory of God, you must go through some form of suffering. Any difficulty you have, remember me. And remember God's word. I'm, in, I'm telling you that there's a beauty. There's a beauty. If I tell you my life story and the, <laughs> the sufferings the sufferings I've been through and I put my, my life side by side the people who either did not experience the sufferings hey, I just remembered a friend of mine who didn't experience any suffering no. but I just remember I, I can't say it on the microphone because I don't know who is going to hear it well, I, I, at, at a certain age something he was doing to try and make it in life I said, my goodness, my goodness, my dear friend, to be beautiful, eh, you need, you need, you need, you need, you see, every, every house needs a foundation. To be beautiful, you need a foundation. Uh, even you women, don't you call something's foundation? Yes. To be beautiful, eh, the foundation is not the clay you put on your face, oh. To be beautiful, the foundation you need to have a beautiful life is rocky. A rocky life. Rocky. Difficult. 
no money to buy food, no money to buy school uniform, no place to sleep, have to sleep with your friend, and the parents are insulting that you are a thief. Blessed are those who go through such challenges, for theirs is a life of bliss, a life of blessing, a life of glory. I'm here to inform someone here who is who has allowed suffering to inform you that there is nothing good going to come out of your life. That thing did not factor me into your life. I'm here now. I'm here now. I'm here now. I'm informing you. The suffering you are suffering, eh? Listen to me very carefully. The more difficult the suffering, the more glorious the glory. I said the more. Those of you whose parents cannot buy sardine for you to go to school. Some of you, your parents, your school fees, they pay it like susu. And your friends, when they, even before they arrive, three years has been paid. You, your father, he brings 20 Ghana this weekend. Next week, he brings five Ghana. Then he will do mobile money, 30 Ghana. And it's like every, every time they call for people whose parents haven't paid the fees, they mention your name. Remember, I said to you, anytime you stand to your feet, I said, anytime they call your name and they single you out for non-payment of school fees, I am prophesying that any such call is a call to your glory, it's a call to your beauty, it's a call to your blessing. Every suffering that has been rolled out in your life, I pray that God gives you grace to endure the suffering. Endure it. Endure it. You will not believe it. How nice your life is going to be. Beauty is not based on the foundation of clay. Jesus said, you are Peter. You are a rock. You've been through things. Upon you, I'm going to now build my glorious church. Young man, don't allow your present poverty to turn you into a thief, into a gambler. You are now visiting soccer bets and, and all these type of uh, 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 soccer places. No, endure, endure, stay, 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 be poor, beg for money. See her, beg for five Ghana. Let him call you to go and weed his house to give you 20 Ghana. Yes. But I'm telling you, your life will not be like this forever. I said your life will not be like this forever. I said you will not remain like this forever. I came to inform you today that it is not after all it is not an evil thing to be suffering at a young age like this. It is preparing you. It is hardening you. It is making you solid enough to withstand a certain weight of blessing. Yes.
I'm the one telling you. I have to take. If you don't know, there was a bus those days called Omnibus. Travel from Takara to Cape Coast. When people were having breakfast in an air-conditioned Jaguar. This is about nothing short of 30 years ago. Today, some of those people, I know them. They are beggars. Today, the car that I couldn't get to drive, or no one to pick me. Today, I must do any mini mini more. Ba ba black sheep. And the three one is what? C C C C Nanako. Yeah. Yeah. To pick a car to drive. To pick a car. You will not be like this forever. I said you will not be like this forever. I said you will not be. Look at yourself very carefully. That's why we sang the song. I know who I am. The real you is not the poor girl. The real you is not the poor boy. The real you is not the one who owes comrades. Who owes, who owes RME. Who owes English. A day will come. Even with comrades that you owe, a day will come. You will be employing people who are lecturers in the university. Receive glory. Receive beauty. And above all, I pray that you will receive strength. So you don't chicken out. So you don't change. Don't be a thief. Don't be a girl we see as a girl who likes boys. Don't be a Sakawa boy. Stop going to bed. Stop it. Gaming centers. Spend your time and soccer because you don't want to you, you don't want to and uh, you don't want to entertain difficulties. I'm praying for you today. With this microphone in my hand, I'm praying for you. That the Lord will strengthen you and make you wise. That he will give you a, a heart and a desire for his word. He'll give you a desire for his presence. That even if you are poor and you are in his presence, the Bible says, David speaking said, a day, he said, I will prefer to be a doorkeeper. A doorkeeper, a doorkeeper, a doorkeeper. I want everyone to stand to your feet and lift up your two hands right now. Lift up your two hands right now. Everybody, lift your two hands and receive a new level of energy. Energy that fights. Energy that fights. Lift your hands. We are about to pray. Father, give me energy to any problem, any suffering. I will not be changed into a thief. I will not become a thief. I will not become a fornicator. I will not be doing sugar daddies.
just because I don't have money. Father, deliver me. Matasatabakata. Sony Abrakata Basata. Now open your mouth and pray and ask the Lord. Open your mouth and pray. Shandala Baba Sata. Many of you don't understand the message. Just buy it and keep it. You are too young. You are too young to understand this message. But lift your hands anyway and pray. Lord, let your glory fall on me. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, we are grateful for the beautiful blessing. We are even grateful for the privilege to hear your word being preached. It's a good thing. We thank you for what we've heard today. May it make us wiser. Wiser, Lord. To endure sufferings. Yes. So we can have the privilege to experience glory. Save us from the appetite for comfort and convenience and happiness yes. and popularity. Yes. 
and pleasure. Save us from such a low life. Such a low standard of living. Barakata Samande Grebo Sate. Shabakatarabasata. Jesus. We will never be the same again. Thank you. Thank you for flaming fire. Thank you for what you are doing. Thank you for turning young once into vessels of wisdom and discretion and judgment. Thank you for beautiful moments. Thank you for great experiences. We know, we are sure, Lord, that we will never be the same. Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Every eye closed. Every eye closed and every head bowed. I want, I want to pray for anyone who is not born again and wants to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. You are here, you are not born again want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. No talking. Close your eyes. Bow your head. If you yourself don't let anybody talk to you. You listen to me. Feel in your hearts that Jesus Christ is not the Lord of your life. If you were to die right now, you would be on your way to hell. I want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. If you are here like that, you want to be born again, just lift your hand. I want to pray for you right now. to receive Jesus Christ into your life. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody lift your hand and just thank him for your life, for your salvation, for the blessings he brings into your life. Thank you.